Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Secure the Insecure episode 19. This is the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. Sometimes famous, sometimes not, but they want to educate you into their insecurity. Coming up on this episode, I met the goddess of Garage, Mystique's Sabrina Washington. In front of the cameras and the music scene, Mystique had two top 10 multi-platinum albums, seven consecutive UK top 10 singles, and record sales in excess of 12 million worldwide, making them the UK's most successful R&B garage girl group ever. But behind the scenes, it was a completely different story. On Secure the Insecure, Sabrina talks about what led to the end of Mystique, and how she has turned to spirituality to keep a positive outlook on the world. I can say that I had an amazing time in the group and, you know, releasing amazing music with amazing people. But after that, like when we said, okay, or it came to an end, it was a different trail of trying to find identity and acknowledging that, okay, this has happened, this is past and this is gone. And how do you feel right now? So it was me trying to find my identity after I was in a group. And when you're in a group, you have to compromise with the other ladies in order to make sure that what we represent is a little bit of all of us. But when you step away from that, who are you? Where are you? Because you're so used to compromising. When you are in one of the biggest girl groups in the world and then you go, right, we are going to disembark, we're going to go and do our own things. Is there anyone telling you, right, this is what's going to happen? Number one, the media are going to be all over you. They're going to really make you the sensationalist news that something really bad has gone on, even though, as you know, it hasn't. And then you're on your own and you're not in a girl group and you've not got two other people to rely on. It's for us, we was obviously, as you said, we was in the group and then it just came to a demise. And that was under the record company that we had. They went into demise. Right. And then um, under our management company at that time, I think that they could have handled things 
amazingly differently, but they didn't. So at the time, I think it was a shock to us as well as the world, because the world were like, what's going on? I mean, you're doing so well. Why is this happening? But there was a lot of underlined in things that as a young women because we were really young when we started in our group we didn't know exactly the underlined of what was going on the record company went bust and then the management company they were not at all supportive of myself so i was like okay i loved music it was always my first love from school i was always singing and and it was always the thing i wanted to do but i was really deterred by the end of being in our group. I was so deterred. I was told that it was apparent to see that you are the black girl, so you can't do front covers. You can't do that. They don't do that. You're the black girl. I was like, where are these people getting their opinion from? I didn't think about it like that because my insight and my view of seeing things was never, ever that plain. I'd always grown up in a rainbow society of different people. So I didn't see things as in, okay, well, you're this and that person's that. So this is why this can't happen. I was like, are these people on this planet? Now everyone is so open with their feelings because social media is allowed, allowing you to be you and to stand in your you. And if you don't feel, if you feel uncomfortable about something, you can express that. And it's taken time for me to even have this conversation to say, yes, this is an experience that I went through and it affected me at that time. But that sits there. It's gone. It's not where it is now. I see the music industry as in it's weird because it's so different now. Back in the day, it was very, very record company based. And someone's telling you, OK, well, you know, we don't think you should do that or we don't think you should do this. And when we first came up on the scene and when we came with Garage, at that time, it, we was with a smaller record company. They weren't as demanding as a bigger record company that said, no, well, you need to do this or you need to do that. We came up with our Garage version by ourselves. No one said, you need to do this. We listen to all types of music. And record companies, they listen to what is frequent to them. But we was listening to what's on pirate radio and what is in our normal. So when we came out with our sound, it was definitely our sound and what we tried to do along the way is to make sure that we kept that intact but it wasn't always easy when you have big record companies telling you what you can do what you can't do oh you can't do that you can't do that it wasn't it wasn't easy i'd say that racism in the industry wasn't really with the artist <laughs> all of the artists didn't see that because we just loved to do music and we shared the same passion and love for it. So when we saw each other, it was always love. And that was the first thing that made me go into music is that I just loved it. And I loved the people that loved music because they just like to hear a sound or, you know, it's just making someone escape from something for that while. And that's what I loved about it. So then you leave Mystique. Yes. And what happens? It was weird because you're used to being in a schedule for so long and this is what you have to do. And and then you're like, OK, what happens here? And for me, I just, it's not like I had a. 
I don't know, can I say a support system at the time to say, okay, well, Sabrina, you know, if this happens, maybe, you know, an advisor or someone to say, okay, well, try, maybe you should try this or maybe you should try that. I didn't have any of that. So I didn't have an advisor to say to me, okay, well, try this or try this out. You never know. And I didn't have that. So it was very, it was a lonely time for me, very much a lonely time. But I'll say this is that when I was in my lonely time, unless you asked me about it, because I always smile and because I always smile, when you smile through things, people don't know what you're going through. And obviously, because we had such a success before, people sometimes don't realise that just because you're successful and you've been through a time of success, that you don't go through a time of feeling low. Did you know who the real Sabrina was, away from being labelled as part of Mystique? The thing is, is that I knew it before, and I say it got lost in translation nearer to the end because I was being advised in very many directions I loved being at home like some of the show after parties I'd be at home I am that I'm very homely so so I didn't feel like oh well I don't know how to make a I know how to make a great hot chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and I know how to cook really really well I was cooking from since I was a young girl my mum taught me to cook from when I was really really young so I've always known how to cook. Okay, so did you exacerbate that after the band then and go, right, I've left the, the I've left the media celebrity life, I'm now going to be normal and I'm going to exacerbate that I am normal and I'm going to do normal things and show that I'm a normal person? Yeah, I, I felt like I needed to be that, as in I just needed to be, find out who, what did I love without compromise? What is the things that I love to do Without compromise. And, and what was that? I loved interior and decorating. I was always that person that when we was traveling, I was always pick up, I would always buy a cushion or a candle or something. But I'd like that stuff because it would give me a sense of stillness and comfort for a little while. Give to somebody else a sense of calm and relaxation because we're living in a time that is so fast and quick and I wanted to be okay your bedroom needs to be that place where your dreams are made so everything you love should be in one place that hugs you when you go in but do you know how to do that when you are so put on a pedestal almost of that you're going to be looked after and loved and everyone looks up to you as in fans and the music industry is telling you how amazing you are did you know after mystique that actually you could be loved and you could be calm and you could just be alone and happy i had to find that by myself because i felt i did feel for a time i did feel unloved but i wasn't a person to show my feelings so i wasn't a person that would say okay well this is how i feel now I've never been that person. So I just had to sit in my stillness for a while and see what I liked and learn to get to know me again. I don't know if I wish that it happened a bit earlier because I think that sometimes things happen for a reason and maybe that was my time that I needed to have a way to be a way to stand up to be myself 
And if I most probably didn't have that, I don't know how I'd feel right now. But right now, I feel like a lot of people go through or they suffer in silence. And now I'm standing up and saying, hashtag, what am I silent about? I'm silent about the fact that I had anxiety for many years. I was afraid to fail and I was afraid to be a success at the same time because I knew the both. So now I'm standing and I'm saying, okay, it's all right. It's, not, it's okay to have days when you're not okay. And it's okay to actually express that. But it's taken a long time to be that because even I'd say when you're in a record company, you can't you can't have those days where, oh, well, you know, I don't feel too good today. They're like, really? Erase that. So it's painting a picture which sometimes isn't isn't that. Has that changed, though? Do you think now if you went into a record label now and said, do you know what, today I don't want to film this music video, I don't feel good about myself, they go, actually, do you know what, look, your mental health is important, come back again tomorrow. Money isn't everything. I don't know about that. I, I, at the end of the day, I don't know because I'm not in that arena of a record company again. I've seen a lot of amazing artists come up not with a record company and still doing amazingly and controlling their path to get to where they want to get to. And that's been very, very refreshing. I think what needs to change is this, is that when people, sometimes because people see that you've had success or you've gained success, they never expect you to be that person of, you know what, I'm having a really low moment right now. I feel anxious. I don't want to go there. I know I've done that before, but to, I don't feel like I need to go there today because it's taking something out of me or it's awakening something out of me that I really don't like. But no one really talks about it. No one talks about that anxiousness of, okay, well, this is this happened and it's amazing, but you know what? I'm just anxious right now and I don't know how to deal with that. And I think record companies need to be in a place where they support their artists because at the end of the day, it's a quick, sometimes it's a quick change. Sometimes it's not. Some people take longer to get to where they need to go to. But I'd say with people that are just coming in and reaching amazing success that quickly, it would be good to have a support system that says, okay, well, are you okay today? How are you feeling? Okay, well, maybe a suggestion of what they can need to do, maybe to just step out of that situation for a little while to kind of get away from what is going on and just be themselves. But does that not come back to you? Because if you're being asked, how are you? Like you said, you're going to put a smile on your face and say, yeah, I'm really good. How are you? You're taking that distraction away. So how are you actually isn't the answer that you should be giving. When you're saying you're all right, you're good, that's because sometimes... When you are, have always been that person, that support system sometimes to everybody else or that agony art for anybody else, how do you turn around and ask that person or, or think that that person is at a low when they've always been that strong person? But now you've got your Twitter campaign, do you yeah. not think that it's kind of like the circle of life? So then now that you're putting yourself out and saying, look, I've got anxiety and look, I'm not always okay. If now that people are going to ask you how you are, you'd be more honest and say, actually... Yeah. Everyone goes through moments. No one or two days are the same. 
everyone goes through their moments and sometimes, sometimes people just need an ear. It could be something as simple as, do you know, this is how I'm feeling today. I may not feel like this tomorrow, but I want to express this with you. And it's okay to say that. And that's why I want to do a hashtag. What are you, you know, silent about? Because sometimes some of the strongest people, as we know, even in the limelight or, 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 you know, everyone knows they go through things and then you're like, what, why are they going through that? And you don't understand why they're going through that. But sometimes the more that people know you or, or, or associated things with yourself or under your umbrella of what you come underneath, they're like, that doesn't happen to people like that. And it does, it does happen. But it's just that we're not always open. Sometimes the strongest people are not always open. 100%. What do you want to happen through, with your campaign? So people are going to start tweeting, what are you silent about? And they're going to put their answer. What mm -hmm. do you then want to happen? I then want people to say, okay, well, I'm silent about the fact that, you know, I've had maybe anxiety. Maybe I've been dealing with mental health. Maybe I've been eating way too much maybe i'm you know it's just it's just the things that affect you on your day to day that affect you that you're not always open with and also the fact that because it's about you it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks no, so don't doesn't. worry about other people judging you exactly if it's, i've had a fight with my girlfriend today that's absolutely fine that's right and it's it's the thing is is that sometimes we're made to feel like oh no you have to be we don't have to be perfect what is such thing as perfect? In the perfect person, there's always something. They may seem perfect there, but find out, are they actually, are you actually okay? Because I know that you've had maybe five years of being, you know, this title, but are you okay underneath that title? Are you okay? And is there anything you want to talk to me about? The label is very interesting that you pick up on. Because again, you know, everyone gets labelled by their job. So I'm the show presenter at Talk Radio. Yeah. And sometimes I hide behind that because I go, okay, well, uh, for example, if I meet a celebrity, I'm the show presenter at Talk Radio. Okay, instant respect because they know I'm going to propel them or That's I can right. make or break them. That's right. But then other times people, and I'll go to a social situation and I'll think, well, I've got absolutely nothing to add to the conversation. No one cares about me. And then someone will go, but hold on, don't you do your shows at Talk Radio? Oh my God, who's the biggest celebrity that you've met? But that then I don't want to be labelled as you just use me basically for my job. That's right. And for the free business people I know over who I really am. Who you really are. And this is like, for me, with the, obviously my new song Gone that's coming out, it's basically about everything I went through in that time. So there's no need to keep on asking the questions about okay well what happened this is this shows exactly what I went through at that time when I wrote the song I was really open with myself because before that as I said when you're writing a song with two other people or you know other people you always have to make a compromise and when I realized that I didn't have to make a compromise I stood back I wasn't used to not compromising and just saying you know what this is how I feel right now because I wasn't a, an open person to say, this is what's happening with me. This is how I'm feeling. Ah, oh, do you know what? I don't, I'm not having a good day today. I was like, oh, no, I'm always good. I'm always good. Because as you said, you live underneath a title. So underneath your title, that's what people see. 
is your title first and then you. And sometimes they don't even see that and then you. It's just the title. So it would have been refreshing to someone to say to me, Sabrina, what's your journey been like? Instead of just assuming that, oh, well, you know, how do you feel about this? I say, I wish good for everybody because that's how I want people to wish for me. So Alicia is doing amazingly well and I'm proud of her. Why wouldn't I not be? And this is the thing, sometimes I found that it's easier to create a good and a bad. And okay, well, you're the bad because this one's good because you know they're doing that. No, don't put a title on me. I've already had that. I've had that title and I've had that title. I'm not sticking to any of those. They're not of me. They are your perspective on what you see. And that's what I've grown into saying, you know what, Sabrina, just be yourself. You write, you love music, you always have. So why are you not going to stand and do it because of what you think other people may think? I pray to just being, I pray for being a good person. That's what I pray for. Not through any type of religion, but I just ask to be every day to just be a good person. And who are you asking? I'm asking the universe. So not a God, a universe. I'm using like God. I was I was growing up in a Catholic. <laughs> I'm 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 a little Catholic girl. So I grew up with. So I'm a little Jewish boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so I grew up in Catholic schools, and I loved my Catholic school because it was so transparent. We just loved each other. There was nothing to do with, okay, well, you look differently. We didn't know the difference between that. We just loved each other. We went to school. We learned lessons. We had great friendships. And that was it. Nothing more, nothing less. And so that feeling of being in, I went to a um, convent school as well, a secondary school. But all I felt was love. So I was closer to love when I was in a place where, I was reading my Bible, so I, I was there. Did you ever detract from that then? As you grew older, did you... Because th- the way I look at Judaism sometimes, I go... Yes. All these rules, oh my God, all these things that were put on me, I want to rebel now, I want to get away from it. So <laughs> I don't want to keep kosher anymore because that's all I've ever done. So in my new flat, I don't want to have meat and milk set, but I've done that for 26 years. I want to now go off and have a Chinese takeaway and have it on my china plates. <laughs> How often do I have a Chinese takeaway on a diet? Zero. But on the odd occasion, if I ever did, once, I want to break it just for that one time. Did you ever go, look, I'm going to leave religion now. I want to do my own thing. You know, I can say that I've never felt that way. Amazing. I've never felt that way because it just brings warmth and love. And a sense of belonging. And a sense of belonging. And I've never, you know, I've always felt good about it and good feelings are something that when you have a good feeling or you've captured a good moment you hold them close sabrina washington yes thank you (laughs) thank you that was sabrina washington what an amazing voice she's got i could listen to her voice all day long talking singing anything she told me to make my bed i would listen 
I love her voice so much. And I'm so sad that she's had to go through certain hurdles to get by. But as we say, everything happens for a reason. And she wouldn't be the woman she is if she hadn't gone through those certain things. She might not have ended up on Celebrity Scissor Hands, which she did so well in back in the day. She might not have ended up in the I'm Celeb to Get Me Out of Her. She might not have had her own homeware range. So everything does happen for a reason. And I'm so delighted to meet Sabrina because I just love her. I absolutely love her. So if you love her as much as I love her, please do like the podcast. Please rate the podcast and please subscribe to the podcast. I can't make this podcast successful without your help. So please do help me. I'm Johnny Seifert. You've been listening to Security and Secure. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.